So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about how to be successful as a real estate agent in 2023. So buckle up. We got a bunch of different ideas. I got my brother, Patrick Ferry, in the house. Patrick, what's up, man? Just rocking and rolling. So we were reflecting back on the last couple of shows we've done, all with huge numbers, lots of value. There's a lot of uncertainty in the marketplace right now, right? There is interest rates, inflation, uh, geopolitical, local politics. There's so many things. And, and, and you know, recently I had Patrick Bed David on uh, my show. Did you I catch know, that I liked one? That. I loved it. And he's like, home prices are going to go down by 20% as long as these horrible things all happen. Every person listening knows there is going to be a market inside of every market. There was a market in 2007, 8, 9, 10 for people that were willing to find the market. There was a market in, let's just call it post 9-11, which really shocked the real estate industry. There was a market in 2001 when the dot-com bubble exploded. There was a market in 1989 after the stock market crashed in 1987. There's always a market. So Patrick, we wanna talk about what the person listening right now can do to really make sure they knock it out of the park next year. You got a bunch of ideas, I got a bunch of ideas. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Let's my my thing with what exactly what you said is mm -hmm. the agent today has to have a good plan that they got to double the amount of opportunities that they generate mm. from their lead generation initiatives to be able to make the same amount of money and income. And I think we saw Okay, well, hold on, let's break that down. So the hypothesis is Yes. Let's let's say if last year if I looked at all my numbers and all my marketing and all my referrals and all the leads that I generated in order for me to make the same money, I have to double all those numbers. I got to double the lead generation. I got to create more opportunities. Okay. Right? So, and because, you know, if we really look at it, you know, we're going to see the number of sales go down a little bit. Yep. Right? So, the the total number of transactions is going to go down. The, you know, the 2.5% interest rate where everybody wants to buy, everybody mm -hmm. wants to sell, everybody yep. wants to trade up, mm -hmm. that, that's gone away. We sure. saw that in 2022. Yep. So, I just want my clients and all of our friends to be mentally prepared that we do need to generate more opportunities yes. so that we can actually close those ones that have have to buy, have to sell, which is exactly what you said. There's always a market in every market, right? So, so in December, I had uh, myself and David Childers from Keeping Current Matters, and we actually looked at a slide that was basically the MBA, right? Mortgage business versus NAR mm -hmm. versus Fannie versus Freddie. And the median prediction, average prediction was 5.1 million individual units sold right. in 2023. Now that included new construction. Nice. That included new construction. So 5.1 million individual units sold is still a big number, certainly better than what we had this, you know, this, this last year in 2022. So, so again, give me the hypothesis. I'm going to have to talk to more people or I'm going to have to generate more leads. I'm going to have to double the number of appointments, make it more clear for me. What, what yeah. do I need to, to do more of? Well, let's, and you, you and I, you've been coaching for a long time. I've been coaching for you for a long time. And what I realized was in, in 2021, we were hustling so much, right? Yes. 
every client that we got, it was very difficult unless it was a listing to sell. Yeah. Right. And so I found a lot of my clients and including myself by the end of 2021, we were kind of burnt out for sure. And so in terms of our business plans, our lead generation mm -hmm. plans, as I was going back and reviewing all of my plans with everybody, I was like, wow, you kind of just kind of chicken scratched a plan and it wasn't really that good. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just challenging everybody. Mm -hmm. This is not the year to do that. This yeah. is the year that your business plan and your lead generation plan needs to be specific. It needs to have a math equation. Mm -hmm. It needs to be on point. This is not the year to just go into this thing saying, Tom, I'm just going to be consistently making my calls. I'm just yes. going to be more consistent yeah. with doing video. Like, I don't want to hear that. I want to, I want to know exactly what we're going to do and go all in on, double down on where the money is going to come from and where those opportunities are going to arise. So that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, this is what we've got to yeah. do. We got to go this deep. This deep is not the year. So, so let me throw one for the listener. I literally just finished all of my personal conversations with all my clients, basically setting the tone for what we want to do this year. And, you know, some are a little bit behind when they compare 21 to 22, right. certainly because of the rates, you know, some were ahead. Everybody is forecasting a more productive 2023. And when we looked broadly at what everybody was focusing on, there was basically, let's call it three primary goals. So if you're listening to this right now, even if you've already set your goals, even if you've already written your plan, I'd like you just to consider the following. When you have more than three goals, the old line is one, two, three, too many, right? <laughs> like too many things, too many distractions. And there's already enough distractions in your business. So I would want to see three primary goals up and visual mm -hmm. in your office, probably on your bathroom mirror at home every single day so you can review it. In no order, it would be number one, what's your volume goal? What's your transaction goal? What's your gross commission income goal? And what is your profit after taxes goal? So that would all be number one, right? Mm -hmm. So, hey, I want to do 8 million in volume or I want to do $800 million in volume, whatever that number is. The number of transactions closed, right? You could break down buy side, sell side. That would be a really good idea. What, what your expectation for gross commission is and what your profit's going to be. That's number one. That should be very clear. And it needs to be, as we say, smart, right? Specific, measurable, et cetera, yep. attainable, mm -hmm. realistic, mm -hmm. attainable. Yes. And have a timetable <laughs> on it. And then of course, the second goal that the vast majority of my personal clients have, have set their intentions around goes back to some of the early data that we saw certainly in early days of social, but really it got put on steroids during call it 2020, 2021, 2022. And that was whoever put out the most content and content could be email. It could be text. It could be direct mail. It could be a billboard. And of course it could be Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It's all of that. Basically they positioned themselves, not just for no like and trust, but mostly for like, they want to be the most likable brand in the marketplace. And the marketplace is their own past clients and centers of influence, right? Their own database, their own areas that they're serving, whether it's geographic farm or an entire city or entire town or entire county, right? So the second one really would be brand, mm -hmm. right? I want to be the most likable, most called upon agent in my marketplace. And the third one, and the one that kind of playing off your point, the reason why I'm bringing it up is, I believe in 2023, an agent today that doesn't have a goal set for the number of appointments they're going to go on doesn't have a plan, <laughs> yes, right? I, if you agree. can't tell me my current percentage, and I'll give you just, just some examples, right? So if you said, 
Easy math. I want to have 24 closed transactions in a year, and I want 12 to be listings sold and 12 to be buyer sales, just playing out the easy math, right? Um, let's actually go 10 and 14 to make it even easier, right? So I want 14 listings sold. And I say, all right, well, in this environment, you're probably going to have to go on three appointments to get two to have one sell. Just saying, just in case. Yeah, just be and conservative. If, and if they all sell, winner, winner, chicken dinner, yeah. right? So I got to go on three to get one to sell. So what's three times 14? I think that's going to be 30, 42, right? Two. So I need 42 listing appointments. I'd make the argument too, in the past, if you had a buyer consultation, and that's the only appointment I'm referring to, I'm not talking about showing appointments. I'm talking about straight up, I'm going to talk to you about selling your house or straight up, I just showed you a property and now we're doing a buyer consult or I'm doing a buyer consult and then I'm gonna go show you property. Yep. Most would argue you're gonna convert one out of three, right? And, and the reason why that number, it could be one out of four during the pandemic times because it was just impossible to get offers to get accepted. Mm -hmm. So if you know your numbers, you're like, no, I'm one out of two or I'm one for one, like Coach Alisa Eschig, right? Big shout out to Alicia. She would say, no, I'm one for one. If I do a buyer consult, they sign a buyer brokerage agreement, they're absolutely getting into a house with us, right? Whatever that number is, whether it's 10, is it 15? Is it 20? You need to know that number because last time I checked, the only leading indicator to a closed transaction is an appointment. So I'm going to make the argument that if I walked into your bathroom mirror, I'm going to see your transaction goal, your volume goal, your GCI, and your profit goal. Profit, profit, not, hey, I, I grossed this much. And then you live in New York or you live in California or you live in Toronto, <laughs> Ontario, Canada. 62% tax, right? Like just straight off the top. I don't care about your gross, though I care because it's a measurement. What I want to know is how much do you want to profit at the end of the year to pay off some debts, to save some cash, to make some investments, to put your life in a better position Why you worked your face off for that profit. Then your brand goals, we'll get more in depth on that. And then I want to know how many appointments you're going to go on. I have multiple people I'm working with. Stephen Cohen, big shot to Stephen Cohen, New York City. Mm -hmm. I just made him a $10,000 bet. I said, I got 10 grand. Says you can't go on 150 listing appointments in a year. And I said, and if you lose, you got to pay me in shekels. I want them straight from Israel, right? Like, <laughs> like just, just making some fun of it. Now, Steve, if you're listening, the odds are he's not going to do it. Sorry, Steve, right? He's so competitive. He's going to be so pissed that I even said that. But here's the deal. The odds are he's not going to do it because maybe this year he went on 80. So to go from 80 to 150 is a big jump, right? But what happens in your mind, what happens in your experience when someone has a big monster goal like that with a little accountability, what happens? They always perform. They're more focused. Right. So so the worst case scenario, he's he goes on 142 right. and has his absolute best year of his career because whoever goes on the most listing appointments is going to win the most listings, period, end of story. So that's my first big point. What, what's your what's your next big point for people <clears throat> I just if wanna, they want to make this year the best year ever? Yeah, I just want to reiterate something incredibly valuable that, mm -hmm. I, that I personally um, dismissed. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge mistake. And I'm pushing not, I do it myself now and I do it for all my coaching mm -hmm. clients is the up and visual goals oh, is yeah. the single most important. Yes. Yes. It's just weird when I when I have a coaching client that- I'm not even sure why I hit the gong, is, but in is, case you're listening, that was the gong for good points. You know, they're distracted, they're unfocused, yes. they, they kind of lose track. Mm -hmm. It's usually just because they just don't remember. So mm -hmm. like the bathroom mirror up mm -hmm. in the office, mm -hmm. like they've got to just look at it every yep. single day. Yep. And I know that as soon as I implemented that, productivity went through the roof and it was like surprise surprise tom's been doing this for you know 20 years right. like 
you know, why is he so successful? Because he's reminded every single day yep. of exactly what he said he was gonna he was gonna do and keeps him focused and yep. keeps him accountable. Yep. So it's like it's how you move it from a business plan yes. to a part of your life, a ritual, a routine. Um, you know, when right. Kath and I first got married, we were like, on our bathroom mirror, how much debt do we have? Right. How much savings do we have? And literally we tracked as we paid off all of our debts. And our net worth went up and she still to this day, it's like 30 years of marriage. She still talks about the power of that. And that's why if you come to either one of our houses, all of our goals it's are always there. Yep. I see it every time. The only, the one other thing I want to add to that too is, and, and we've talked, you've talked about this nonstop. You say marketing is math. And yes. then this year yeah. I was like, okay, I want to see more math equations on your plan. Yes. So, so, you know, you've got your appointment goal. That's great. So now let's go into lead generation pillars. So yep. your past client center of influence. Yes. So yes. I got some stuff. There here's, too. you know, so one of the, the, the first and form, like first and foremost, I want to see every single one of my great coaching clients and friends out there do the purchase anniversary equity review. Right. Yes. And, and yes. You know, shout out yes. to David Caldwell and yep. all the great people yep. in Tom Ferry ecosystem been talking about this yes. kind of evolved from the CMA a day. And mm -hmm. then too many of our great clients have too many past clients. Right. So CMA a day didn't make a lot of sense. We really needed to move it to a purchase anniversary. Uh, I agree. The counterpoint though is a lot of people absolutely took a, a ton of listings by doing CMA a day. No, no, no. Of but course. I, yes. Yeah. But, yeah. So but it's a way to operationalize it. Yes. If you have a big database of past clients. Yeah. So no I doubt. like in the, in the yep. fourth quarter of 2022, we got everybody to do the CMA right. a day, then set up the CRM, set up Bingo. the task, set up the Bingo. system for 2023. So right? what is that? What does that anniversary look like? What's the deliverable for the consumer? Yeah, so a couple things. And we have had to deal with a lot of clients. So they're like, should I do a cloud CMA? Should I do a full extensive CMA? Mm -hmm. I do these, you know, two page long right. spreadsheets. Yeah. I yep. was like, yep. look, the bottom line is we want we want your past clients to know that you put some thought and attention into this mm -hmm. and it needs to be significantly better than yeah. like anything Going they would see Zillow, on Zestimate, yeah, whatever. Yes, yes. And I said, so it's just a matter of making sure that the perceived value is there. Yep. And then I said, look, Hey, based by the way, we're all supposed to be looking at the hot sheet every day anyways. Yep. So we're just looking at the hot sheet of your past client, right? And that's going to keep you in tune with the market, in tune with your pricing. So yep. there's a lot of value for them to actually commit this time. So make and then craft a really good email and let everybody know what you're doing, that you're doing this for everybody, that mm -hmm. you're committed to this process of being their advisor and doing this annually. And some people need to make this announcement now. Yes. They need to tell everybody, hey, I'm committed to doing this. It sounds like putting your butt on the line. So people it are is. like, hey, where's my... Yeah, correct. I love it. And, you know, the so there's accountability once you make this announcement, right? And the one thing that I find with a lot of my friends, and this and this is, you know, shout out to Tom Ferry and your guys' company, every year, the biggest companies always announce new features and services to right. their business, trying right. to improve the quality of the service right. that they provide right. their customers. Right. So we're just making an announcement. Mm -hmm. hey, got, hey, past clients and good friends, this year I've decided I'm going to add this new thing into my business to provide more value, more service to my great friends and clients. And yep. here's what I'm committed to doing. I want to be your resource for anything regarding home values. So let's yes. set the stage up front for that and announce it with pride. Not we're like, oh no, like I haven't been doing it for five or six years. Great. Make the announcement. 
and be excited about it. Right. So that was a couple things I had to deal with this last year, just trying to get everybody to implement this. Mm -hmm. Then I think- the so, so I want to go back though first before you, before you jump. I actually think if you go back to, I want to be the most trusted, most likable brand in my marketplace, yes. it, it's hard to argue against. Now, you know your brand, you know your clients. If it just shows up in an email, eh, it's another email, right? If it shows up in an envelope with a handwritten note, yes. right? That's a different experience. If it shows up in a box and it's beautiful yeah. and it's well packaged, well, that's Robles another, box, right? thank you very much. That's another experience. <laughs> if you took seven photos of their house when it was for sale and you added those photos in and you, you, you just, if you just go back to plusing enhancing, it's Mike Vance yes. 101, right? Like, can I add scent? to it? Can I add visual yes. to it? Can I add taste to it? Do you throw in a couple Glenda Baker, you know, yeah, exactly. cupcakes inside yes. there? I mean, I know you might be saying, oh my goodness, this sounds like a daunting task. But before you go, I want to, I want to remind everybody, there's only two questions on the mind of every homeowner right now. How much is my home worth today? And what's it going to be in the next year? Yes. And all we're trying to do is answer that at scale and deliver the value that everyone keeps saying, deliver value, deliver value. What's what do that? I want? I, yeah. I want to know what's my home worth yeah. and what do you think it's going to be worth based on what everybody's saying in the future? Let me give a couple of simple yeah. things yeah. on that customization. <clears throat> so shout out to Zach Nelson in Denver, one of my great clients, him and his marketing person yeah. uh, took this concept and really knocked it out of the park. And so one of the things that he did is he said, hey, you bought a home with me in this you know month, this year, yeah. Yeah. you bought it for X dollars. Oh, that's and nice. I remember yeah. Yeah. one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. So he put in that kind of custom information, right. which made it feel <clears throat> kind of more relevant, more valuable, right. like, right. you know, and then he said, then after looking at all of the current, you know, what's going on with the market, the homes were sold mm -hmm. actively, here's kind of the range. If you haven't done any improvements, yep. you know, I look forward to reviewing this with you. Let me know if you've made some improvements and we'll talk a little bit more about that, you yep. know, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Right. So then it's the, e you know, for me with a lot of clients that have a lot of past clients, right. it's gonna it's, be, we, we got to be yeah. efficient. Yep, so it's, it's email. email. Then it was the text. Hey, I sent you something. Then it follows up with the phone call and let's do the phone conversation. Good. I do love uh, David Caldwell with the annual equity review face-to-face. -face. Right. So, you know, even there if is- Even if that's on Zoom. Yeah. Yep. Zoom. So, you know, we all have, you know, we just have to figure out what's the right plan for us. Yep. And then a lot of my coach, you know, coaching clients this year were like, they're still overwhelmed with that project. And so I said, would you please just download every single one of your past clients out of the MLS? Right. And let's look at the date, the price. Let's And then let's just go through that list let's create a spreadsheet, let's print it out and let's just check them off. Like, right. let's just right. build a system that we can get it done. Yeah. Now, so here's what I'm noticing in terms of results and let's go back to math equation. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my clients will write on their plan and it'll say, you know, annual equity reviews. Yeah. Be Not consistent with my past clients. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. How many? Yes. And they're like, well, I don't, how many addresses do you got? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's 110. Yeah. And, then, and then I'm saying to them, hey guys, I'm noticing that at least if if you're an okay agent, one out of 10 of these that you do, you're generating an opportunity. Yep. What's an opportunity? I get, I, hey, oh, Patrick, I just got an amazing referral. I just did the CMA. Great, what happened? Well, I was talking to Tom and he said, hey, Patrick, you need to talk to my neighbor. They're thinking of selling. I was just talking to Tom and he said, Patrick, you need to call my son, Michael. He needs to buy a house. So the opportunity just came through that conversation and they're introducing them to these referrals and it was literally one out of 10. 
Now, we know that a referral from a past client has a very high conversion rate. Yes. So conservatively, For we can sure. say 50% conversion. So, wow, here we are, one out of 10. So here's the math equation. You got 110 clients. That means in general, we're probably gonna create 11 opportunities and at a 50% conversion, that's five to six sales. Right. So I would wanna see that on the plan. Yes. Right. That's real. And that where I can I can hold them accountable. But the actual plan now holds them accountable. Well, and what I love and that's about great. this is now, you know, I, I know we're going to get to, you know, what are your seven daily actions? Like right. what are the every single month when you when you walk into your business, like I, you know, I can walk into all my businesses and I can essentially say, show me the health of the business. Right. And I see 15 numbers on my main business and I go. On track, off track, on track, on track, on track, off track, off track, on track, on track, on track. Okay, who do I need to talk to to get all those other ones back on track? <laughs> yeah. Right? And I guess the argument, maybe maybe we need to back up. I'm looking you right in the eye if you're just listening only. We're making the assumption that you want to make a lot of money, that you are committed to your practice, and you wouldn't already be listening to this podcast unless you weren't that person. But, but be clear, he started this by saying, we're going to have to do more in 2023 to get the same or better results. Mm -hmm. So so we're talking about a lot of stuff here. They got to have three goals. They got to go deep with their database. You got to have visual tracking of everything. Yep. Should they be tracking how many annual home reviews they do? Absolutely. For sure. Because wouldn't it be nice to know I did 178 of them in the first you know six months and got 29 referrals from that yes. or took seven listings from that. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. And, you know, have a spreadsheet. Yep. Just have a spreadsheet and go yep. down the list and you and have it in order. I mean, it's fine. And or if you're fancy, put it in your CRM as yes. a reminder yes. and you need to look at it once. The problem with sometimes with the CRMs and these reminders is I find a lot of agents kind of avoid it. Yeah. So if you're really it's not it gets pro with your yep. tasks and reminders in your CRM, then please print it out. This is super important. Let's talk about the script. So yeah. I, I, there was three questions to have on that conversation. Question number one is probably my best question I ever designed in mm -hmm. prospecting, which mm -hmm. is, do you have any questions about values in the neighborhood or with what's going on with the market? Give me the question one more time. Do you have any questions, questions about values in the neighborhood or with what's going on with the market? I love it. Okay, that question That's works. up there with your... Has anyone taken the time yes, to show you exactly. X, Y, and Z? Yeah. No, no one showed me that. Has anyone reviewed with you all the yes. off-market opportunities to yes. see if any of those are a good fit for you? Like yes. that one's going to be amazing in 2023, guys. Big okay. time. But so that question number one, mm -hmm. that opens up a great conversation. We just sent them a CMA. Let's talk about it. Right. That gives all my clients an opportunity to practice their ability to present the market and to field good questions for your next housing market video that you're gonna do as right. well. So it's right. good practice. Yep. Then question number two, hey, do you guys have any plans for your property in terms of upgrades, you know, solar, yep. ADU, yep. Yep. you know, a, a remodel that I could maybe, you know, refer you or help you out with, give you some good advice. Yep. Question number two. And then question number three is, hey, right, do you have any any thoughts about buying an investment property in 2023, 2024? Good yep. idea. Yeah. Right. Do you want to buy a vacation home this year? Good idea. Or you Airbnb know, second home or, or anything. Yep. Is yep. there in, do you are you guys 
thinking in, within the next couple of years that you want to start planning now for this next thing? Kind of alluding to one of the great questions, which is, you know, at, in the door knocking script, there's a great question, which is within the next two years, have you had any thoughts of selling? Yes. And Ooh, it takes a nice little modification to Tim of, Smith's. Yes. In the next two years. Yes. yes. That's yeah, good. it's great because it kind of takes all the pressure off people. So so someone is going to say, I don't know if it's you, but someone will say, you know, but Patrick, I don't know. Like, you don't understand. Like, I know my customers. Nobody's moving. Right. Yeah, Every, it, no one's going to move. There. And, I, and then I say, uh, death, divorce, diplomas, diapers, diamonds, and distressed. Yeah. The and 60s. Re relocation. The 60s that drive the market all, well, uh, drelocation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 70s. <laughs> right. Drelocation. Yeah. And, and I don't, obviously we don't wish that on anybody. But like when people say to me, no, no one's, I'm like, tragically, someone's going to die. Uh, someone, I mean, in the state of California, 60% yeah. of the people get divorced, right? Not you, not me, right? Here we go. But that happens. Someone's going to get a diploma and want to move up or some kid's going to move out and they're going to want to downsize as an example. Diapers, babies, right? Diamonds, new relationships and distressed, yeah. which we're watching the numbers in, in market by market. You're seeing some distressed assets or opportunities start to show up. Those are all opportunities that will continue to move the market regardless yeah. of interest rates. Let me just give an example. So, yeah. so I got uh, Zach, again, Zach Nelson in Denver, shout out to him, executed this right away. And within the first 30 days of him kind of doing this, getting back on the horse, mm -hmm. he was like, a past client was like, you're not gonna believe this, we just got a job transfer. Yeah. Okay, so job transfer. Another one said, I wanna keep this property and keep it as a rental and buy a new one. Right. Genius, yep. right? Keep Smart. your low interest rate, buy a new one. Yep. And then the third one was a referral. Yes. Hey, Zach, you need to talk to such so and such. That's what happens in this. So, you know, those plus all these other opportunities. Okay. So my friends, so, just do the thing and I promise you it will work. Give me the three questions one more time. Do you have any questions about prices in the neighborhood? Hey, you're talking really fast and this person's writing it down. <laughs> Do you have any questions about prices in the neighborhood or with what's going on with the market? Right, such a great question. Because they're question. gonna say, what's gonna happen with the future? Where's it going? Yeah. I'm reading the national news. It totally. all sounds horrible. What's question then, two? Hey, do you have any you know plans for your property? You think mm -hmm. about me making some upgrades, making some improvements, any yep. maintenance, you know, any any kind of solar, anything that I could help you with or anyone that I can refer you to, Yeah. right? Which we'll talk about the home service Rolodex strategy, one of oh, my yeah. favorite ones, oh, yeah. right? Okay, then- Summit, Summit 2020, that was, yes, that, yeah. that was a big trend. And yes. then number three, is the, you know, is there any other future plans, you know, buying a vacation home, you mm -hmm. know, buying investment property and or, you know, making a move, considering yes. a move, right? Yep. So, you know, I would start with the other two first. Because they're easy. Right. Yep. And fun. And everybody should be buying an investment property. And we mm -hmm. all should be talking to our clients about mm -hmm. buying investment properties and building wealth with real yep. estate. So let's yep. start there. Yep. And then let's move to the final, right? So those are the three questions that'll make it super productive. And then everybody, trust me, will get I mean, I would imagine, so the good agents who have a really strong brand and like per, like kind of overdo yeah. the service and everybody loves them, I would imagine it's one out of five. Yes, I agree. I Maybe agree. for some of the newer agents who haven't talked, you know, kind of you haven't talked to your past clients and you don't, you haven't really established a quality relationship with them yet, it might be one out of 10. Yep. That would be the worst case scenario. So we can we could create a math equation right now for total number of sales from this one strategy in 2023 right now. 
Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. So I'm going to make the argument for the person that maybe is listening. Maybe there's a, maybe someone that just got into real estate in like December 2019. Yes. And and you've had a little run. You've sold 18 homes, 36 homes, 40 homes, whatever the number was, right? Six, nine, seven thousand. It's hard to argue against right now. Also calling every person you sold a home during the pandemic. We've talked about this on multiple shows. We know that 25% of consumers that were surveyed that bought a home during the pandemic basically said, I hated the experience. They didn't say they hated the agent. They just said they hated the experience. It was a bad experience. But the more important number, the one that stood out was 80% of consumers said, I compromised on the home purchase. Yeah. I didn't get in the school I wanted, the you know, school district. I didn't get the bedrooms I wanted. I didn't get the space I wanted. I didn't get the, the zip code. There were so many compromises because of the velocity of the market, the number of offers being written, right? So it's hard to argue against the same exact strategy being, hey, Patrick, I'm just calling you and Carly, you know, August 15th, yes. 2020. You guys bought that brand new home. I was so honored to work with you guys. I just wanted to find out how's it going, check in. But the question is, How's the home working out for you? Right. You just shut up. How's the home working out? And then they go, wow. <laughs> right. And that's, and you say, well, would, has anyone shared with you that 80% of consumers about a home during the pandemic actually said they felt like they compromised on the home? But the good news is you paid X. It's now worth right. Y, massive Y. Have you guys had any thoughts of trading up, making an adjustment? You know, like, what do you guys want to do? Yeah. It's, that's an easy, uh, the number of people that have texted me, DM me, sent me emails, I see them at events and they go, that one thing, I just called every single person I transacted with and just said, how's the home working out? And you get the, we love it. Thank you so much. We totally appreciate it. Then you can ask yeah, all the questions yeah, about yeah. the market or they say, uh, yeah. and that's, you know, there's an opportunity to serve. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so well, let me let's talk about past client sphere. One more thing on that yep. point right there. Yep. Good. So, and I experienced this too because I, I it felt like when I got in and started selling houses, mm -hmm. it, it was that kind of typical, you know, I spent ninety days with them, six months with them, and then it was like, oh man, I kind of like I ghosted them, right? Mm -hmm. And and mm -hmm. I noticed that for even you know me for me I've been you know yes. I'm trained in this business yes. to not yes. do it, yes. and so I was like. What's wrong here? What's missing? And, and I needed a little bit of an ingredient that I figured out. Okay, so yeah. here's the ingredient. And this is my challenge to all my friends. And this is the question I'm asking all my coaching clients. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, I just bought a house with you. I bought a $2 million place with you, Tom. Mm -hmm. You made 50 grand roughly, Yeah. right? Okay, so you made 50 grand. I hand you the keys, right? And then, or whatever. And, or you hand me the keys and I mm -hmm. say, Tom, what should I expect from you now? I really enjoyed spending the last six months yes, with you. Yes. I really like you. This is mm -hmm. super fun. Mm -hmm. I'm a business person. I know you are. But how's this going to go from here? Yeah. And when I'm challenging my clients to be able to answer that question, because mm -hmm. if you can't answer that question, that means you really don't have a marketing and communication plan for your past clients. So can we or, say- Or a long-term relationship strategy right. for your best customers, yes. Correct, mm -hmm. and so what's this relationship? So yeah. our, hey, I'm gonna check in with you. Yeah. Hey, you should call me when you have things like this. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to send you, you know, emails and I'm going to be focused on things like the housing market right. and tips and strategies, maybe some, I have some clients that need some help. I'm going to be, you know, orchestrating a couple different events throughout the year to just try and get, you know, clients and friends together right. and maybe introduce you to some other people, right. just try and, you know, provide some value, you know, and appreciation for you. Yep. Right now there's a line that kind of worked for me on this. There's two lines. Number one was welcome to my real estate family. Ooh, I like that. I loved this line because yeah. I couldn't figure out the relationship. Yeah. Some of my clients, yeah. I was like, I don't really want to talk to you guys ever again, but I would love to talk to you about real estate. And some of my clients, we have cocktails and, and, you know, and I'm inviting them over for, you know, whatever sports yes. games, the world yeah. cup. Right. Yeah. So some of them, it's like, we're like best friends. And some of them are like, I would love to still talk to you about real estate if you, if you mm -hmm. needed that. Mm -hmm. So how do I do this? Welcome my real estate family. And then I wrote the second line, which you're is, like, and some family I spend time with and some family I don't. <laughs> Exactly. It's just the holiday keep, season. Just keep it real. Right? <laughs> so the second line was, I want to earn the opportunity to be your realtor for life. Ooh, I like that. I want to earn the opportunity. I want to earn the opportunity. Yep. And let me, t let me change that. To be your real estate advisor for life. I want to earn that opportunity. So when I put those two phrases together, it gave me permission to mm -hmm. go, all right, what are all the real estate conversations that I do want to have? Yes. And how do I define this? Yep. And that really opened the whole world up for me. So now I tell all my clients, okay, cool. After they, you know, purchase the home, I want you to, you know, I love the big, the big strategy of like, get them some food on move-in day. That's yep. a great move. And yep. I was like, oh my gosh, it's genius. Why didn't I think mm -hmm. of that? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, a uh, good John Jay out in Palm, Palm yes. Desert. You know, because they have a high turnover rate, he prints out the transaction and he puts it in a branded binder and mm -hmm. he delivers that. Now we had like the little USB chip, yeah. but I was like, wait a minute, this is a perfect sequence, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I buy the food for the move-in day. Then a couple days later, I bring the binder in the binder. I can just write out my past client VIP plan, yeah. everything I'm committed to, and then present it to them. Yes. Right. And then inside there, I might have my list of referrals and references, home services. Mm -hmm. And that's just a good experience that we can just kind of at scale. Right. We can build that system. Right. right. I like that even more so when someone's moving from one part of town to another or transferring in. Oh, yeah. You've never lived in San Antonio before. The relocation now like, stuff. Help. Yes. Right. Here's like top 10 restaurants we love. Here's yes. all stuff that they could Google. I know, but it's coming from my my real estate advisor, right? Who's letting me know here's the fast track, here's the things you need to know, et cetera. Love exactly. that. Last thing on this point um, is what I call the permission script. Give it okay. To us. So here we go. Yeah. So everybody wants more referrals, right? Mm -hmm. I do find the term referrals, because you know me, I'm very meticulous. I'm mm -hmm. super analytical. When I think of the term referral, the average person may or may not totally understand what that means. Yes. So I was like, well, what do we really want? I want more introductions to opportunities, mm -hmm. which is where I like the, the rumor script. Yeah. Have you heard any rumors of what someone thinking of selling? Yes. And then I want more opportunities. Hey, Hey, Patrick, you need to talk to my neighbor. Yeah. Because, right? Yeah. We yeah. all know if you door knock and you do good door knocking, they tell you the rumors. Right. So right. why don't we just use that in our scripting? Have you heard any rumors of someone thinking about selling? Then the other thing I want is 
recommendations. I okay, I love the rumors line. Because oh. everybody, you know, like the vast majority yes. they get that. I mean, if you heard any rumors of anybody thinking about buying yes. or selling real estate. And it's a huge opportunity. Mm -hmm. So remember in 20 in 2020 and 2021, we had to go the extra effort mm -hmm. for our buyers. And yes. then as we move into oh, 2023, yes. you know, what we're going to do for our buyers and our value proposition is going to be very powerful. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that on a, mm -hmm. on a next episode, right? But, you know, so if I say to you, "Hey Tom, by the way, you know, I do have a lot of other buyers. Is it okay with you that I check in with you if I have a buyer that's interested in your neighborhood or community yes. Yes. just to see if you've heard any rumors of someone yep. thinking of selling? Yep. I want permission for that yeah. up front. Yep. And they go, oh, of course, no problem. The second thing is- I have to say, I just heard a stat. And so I don't know if this is entirely accurate, but I, I trust the source. Uh, he told me 40% of every transaction in Highland Park, right, where I kind of mm -hmm. live near mm -hmm. Dallas, mm -hmm. right, all sold off market and all sold friend to friend. Yeah. You know, broker, brokers helped him, agents helped yes. him. But they're like, uh, Patrick, uh, Kelsey it wants to move. She wants to sell. Like, I'll make an introduction. Let's get a deal done. We, we yes. want you as a neighbor. 40% yeah. of all the transactions. Dude. Right. Whether that was 10, 20, 30 or 40, we know like it, he, it was a substantial number and I trust the source, but I was like, yeah, it's all about the rumors. Yes. It's all about the stories. It's yes. all about figuring out who do you know and who, what's going to yeah. happen next. And, you know, let me go over there and see if I can help. Uh, on my geographic mm -hmm. farm, mm -hmm. which we're going to talk about yeah. next, yeah. the I have a buyer letter is the most successful camp direct mail campaign that 1, I, in my opinion, that yes. I think exists right. when it's real and it's clear. Yes. So we'll talk about that in the, a second. The yikes piece. Yeah. yeah. So let's at the end. So this is kind of what I said mm -hmm. to Zach. All right, Zach, do your, do the presentation. Hey, here's what you can expect mm -hmm. from me moving yep. forward. Yep. And then just say, may I ask you a big favor? Yeah. There's two things that I want. Right. Yeah. And they're like, is it okay with you if I occasionally check in with you mm -hmm. to see, number one, if you've heard any rumors of a neighbor thinking of selling or anyone that you think I, that needs help with buying or selling? Yep. Just ask for permission. Yes. Yes. And then they will say, yes, of course. Right. Right. So if we just do the permission script, yep. then all of that weirdness of the referral conversation goes out the door. And you know, when you do that, when people say thank you. Of course. When they say thank you, you say, yes. hey, will you do me a favor? People will say yes. When, Pat, thank you so much. You're like, oh, no problem. It's what I'm here to do. Will you do me a favor? They say yes 1,000% of the exactly. time. And you could literally say, I want your firstborn child, <laughs> right? Like they, they, they just yes. say yes automatically because you have done so much, delivered so much, gone the extra mile for them, solved the problem, slayed the dragon, got the deal closed, right. got the you know got the mortgage done on time, everything worked out. And they're like, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's when you ask, will you do me a favor? Yeah. And I, so what I noticed too, and for a lot of my agents out there, a couple times at the end of a buyer transaction, mm -hmm. it gets wonky. Yeah. And so there's a weird, awkward, maybe 24, 48 hours where it gets yeah. a little strange, weird things happen. It's not our responsibility, but right. we kind of take it on as if it was our responsibility. So that's why I thought the 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 gift card or the food delivered on the move-in day kind of nice, breaks nice, nice it, touch. It yeah. breaks that apart. Yep. And then that next touch of the transaction. Yeah. And now we're now we're into a new phase of this relationship. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of agents that kind of where you know one out of four transactions are a little wonky at the end. So this strategy will kill it for that. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Let's jump into uh, geographic farm. 
You ready? I'm hell yeah, I'm ready. You're on fire, man. Yes, of course. This well, is like the easiest podcast for me. Okay, yes. here, here's the tea, here's the golf club. Go. <laughs> exactly. So geographic farm, I got a couple of things that I just want to- are, are you advocating for geographic farm in 2023? 100%, I mean, a thousand percent. Okay, and and let, me, let me give some backstory because yes. I think it's helped for a lot of the, the people yeah. out there that are yeah. kind of newer to the Tom Ferry show or yeah. new for, newer to Tom Ferry, mm -hmm. <clears throat> right? I was not a geographic farm guy, mm -hmm. right? Coming from our history. I know, your history. And then when I came <laughs> over to work with you, you yes. were like geographic farm. And I was like, I don't even understand why this makes any sense. And yes. so it's yes. taken me a long time to really deconstruct what does it take to be a successful mm -hmm. in a geographic farm and what a powerhouse. Mm -hmm. So I'm making it absolute, you have to have a geographic farm if you want to coach with me. Period. Okay, so I'm going to back up with the person that's listening. You could probably go back if you're on my YouTube channel to just type in geographic farming. There's got to be 25 oh, yeah. videos on it. Totally. The first thing is the size of the list. How many homes could you manage financially or sweat equity? That's mm -hmm. number one. Number yep. two is what is your association to that community? Do you know the, de the developer, yeah, the builder? Do you live there? You take your entire database of past clients and sphere yes. and you run them into Google Maps and you realize... I have 38 relationships in that 2,500 home subdivision. I've got leverage. That's a good idea. But the third one is, is there turnover, right? If your sales price is north of a million dollars, you could have a turnover of four, three and a half. Yes. And it makes sense. Three and a half properties, you know, three and a half percentage of the total properties sell on an annual basis, turnover. But if it's a lower sales price, it probably makes sense to be six or even seven. Yeah. And Lido right here in Newport Beach, there was a time when it was trading at 10%. Right. People were like, oh my God, we're so excited to live here on the water. And then they open up the window and they touch their neighbor's house. And they're like, maybe I want a bigger lot. Right. And that yeah. was one of the reasons for the turnover. So one is list. Two is leverage. Three is turnover. Four is who is the dominant agent and how dominant are they? Right. Right. So here's what most people are going to see when you do the research. You sit down with your title rep, by the way, and you can do this super easy. And your title yep. reps love to do this is typically in a community of 500 homes, Irvine Terrace, right? Right now, there is not a single dominant agent in my old neighborhood right. in, in Newport Beach, right? right? There's a dominant agent in the high rise I live in in Dallas, right? Two gals from Compass seem to get the majority of all the listings. Big shout out to, they're not, they never listen to my show. I'm gonna have to bug them about that. Maybe they're listening right now. And they're like, say my name. Nope, not gonna say it. All right, but here's the thing. They do the vast majority of the listings. Right. So it looks like this. Hey, there was 12 transactions. Five were done by Missy, right? And then it was one, 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 one. And when you do the research, you'll see all the one-offs that got a listing in the marketplace, the vast majority of them aren't even in the city. Yes. Right? They live out of town. So, so you got to beat them and figure out how am I to beat the dominant agent. But I'm sure we'll get into some of those strategies. I've got, yeah, I've got a strategy for okay, that cool. one too, for that just, exact just one. Just want to clarify for yeah. the person listening, like yeah, it's, it's all the money is made in the prep and the selection of your farm. Agreed. And then the fun number that I like to look yeah. at on top of the yeah. turnover rate is as I'm like, all right, let's get the average sales price. Yeah. Let's and then let's take the total number of sales. Yeah. Let's get the total sales volume. Mm -hmm. And then let's multiply it by 0.5%. Mm. Because there's a buyer and there's a listing. Yeah. And yep. when we look at, and this is why I said, Tom, You're like the total is, addressable commission opportunity is, or let's say it even more painful. Yeah. The total amount of commissions paid to a real estate agent last year yeah. was, yeah. And then they're like, this morning, Tim in in Virginia, he's yeah. like, there was a million dollars paid to agents last year in that 350 home farm next right. door to my house. Right. I was like, right, Tim. Right. 
a million great, dollars it yeah, was paid yeah. out to agents. And, and you live in the neighborhood <laughs> yes, exactly. and you sell a ton of homes around there. They're like, oh yeah, I should, I should be farming. Easily one of the greatest business mistakes I made was yep. not implementing the geographic farm in La Costa Valley in, in, in Carlsbad. Yeah. I just didn't understand. So I'm going to hit yeah. point number one. Yeah, Cause everybody, everybody just goes, I just send direct mail. Yeah. And that is not it. This was the main thing that I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that the event strategy is easily the best strategy that exists for geographic farming. Mega open houses, Monica cars, ice cream. I mean, like there's yes. so many people, big shout out to Monica car. I broke it down into three categories just mm -hmm. cause I, you know, cause I, too on. many people. Missy and Eileen from Compass in Dallas. I yes. just, I feel so Missy guilty. They're not <laughs> listening. If you're listening, you let me know the next time I see you in the building. Okay. So there's you, well, first of all, let, let's break down to the basics. Number yep. one is a, this is you're building a relationship with the community. Yep. And if you could be perceived as someone who is serving the community yes. first, mm -hmm. not a realtor first. Oh, you mean likable. Yes. Yes. And so that is the number one thing. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. The reason why I want at least six events mm -hmm. is because you literally will be talking to 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 people per event. Yep. And those conversations are all about doing something for them that mm -hmm. has nothing to do with real estate. Yep. And all I want is I want people to say, thank you, Tom. Yep. Thank you for doing this. Yes. That thanks, is it. Thanks for the Easter egg hunt. The Thanks shredding event, the, shredding the junk event, removal, the, the, the garage deal. sale, right, the, right. you know, Dave yep. Robles and his, you yep. know, book drive for yep. charity. Like yep. there's so many simple little things yep. now. So, so, oh my God, big shout out to Dave Robles. Did you hear about this? He presented at one of our crazy masterminds well, we did he, in team where he said, and what we did is in our farm, we published a letter to everybody and said, if you have a child that would like to win $1,000 towards their college, Yes, write us a letter, yes. a blog, about why you love living in this community. Yes. So I want you to think about it. If you get 20 or 30 people, their kids, write a letter why they love living. First of all, those are all gonna go on my website. Yes. I'm gonna publish them all. They're gonna be the best SEO on the planet. And, and for that, you donated $1,000 to one kid, and he tells the story when we were together in Dallas, he says, and by the way, I'm taking this $3 million listing. And the person said, and by the way, we just thought it was so fantastic. Yes. Here's my daughter. She wrote one of the letters and he's like, in his mind, did she win? The, did she win? And the answer was no, that person didn't win, but they were so moved by the fact yes. that they, it's that likable connection to our community. Yes. And you serve somebody else, even though my daughter didn't win. Here's a $3 million listing. Yeah. Dave, Dave, Dave is, is the inspiration yeah. yes. for, to yes. me, where I realized the event strategy mm -hmm. where you are the person that's contributing to, he's the guy right. that right. I went, that yeah. is what yep. works. Yep. Then direct mail is the most glorified drip campaign exactly. on top of. Yep. I really like that guy. Right. Right. So and look, he just made another sale. Oh, he gave me a market update. Yeah. Oh, right. Of exactly. course. Okay. Next, uh, Dave, David Caldwell doing yep. the U housing market, YouTube Tube. advertising mm -hmm. strategy, mm -hmm. geo targeting hit their zip code. Yep. Brilliant monthly. Yep. The impression cost is literally three cents. Yeah. So when we talk about a view, it's so like just a, to be, just to be clear, we're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. he creates, you've, you probably done this yourself. 
you create a video where you say, hi, it's Tom Ferry, Banana Real Estate, giving you the March 2023 real estate news, what's going on in home prices right here in 92625. Exactly. And then you break down all the numbers. He does all that. And, you know, Dave, if you're watching, Dave doesn't have like this outgoing presentation. He just kind of talks like a newscaster, right? Like something yeah. for, you know, I don't know, like something. I think he business. wishes he talked like a newscaster. Right. He, but he just, Much gonna, more you know, boring he's than like, that. bing, 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 yes. bing, bing. But here's the difference. He then takes that, goes into Google and he runs ads. So people that are in that zip code get fed that video over and over and over. And he's been doing this every month now for a couple of years. And it's always good for a boatload of transactions because he is the trusted source on pricing in his community. The YouTube advertising yep. strategy in a geo-targeted area is yes. the cheapest and absolute best dollar you're going to spend. Yeah. Period. End of story. And and thanks. To, we were on a podcast and I was sitting there listening yes. to Dave talk yep. about it. Yep. Jason has been outlining this, yes. uh, you know, in yep. the Tom Ferry show. Yep. So he's got a really good playbook step by step. Yep. And then when I heard Dave and I was like, oh man. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. So mm -hmm. I'm getting everybody on that. So literally good. it costs three to five cents per view. Yes. And then an impression costs you nothing, but you got it. Yes. So you're getting like, a free impression. Like, there she is. There she is. There she is. Now, there she in is. a view, I forget what the metric is, but they have mm -hmm. to watch 15 seconds or more or something like that. Kelsey, is that right? As a view on YouTube? I think Do it's less. Know? I think it's, it's like it, three seconds. No, 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 no. You don't get charged if they hit oh, yes. skip. Yes. Correct. I think correct. before That's 15, the 15 seconds. seconds. Yes. Now, what, what I've been doing with my coaching clients, they're literally, people are watching two minutes. Mm -hmm. So a two-minute view costs you three seconds in a geographic territory three where you cents, talk about yeah. the housing market in their neighborhood. Right. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That is yep. the, the cheapest, best advertising He, he actually presented that at the very first legacy meeting for all of our team clients in Napa Valley. And you could just see everybody like, wait a minute. So for like a couple hundred dollars a month, I could blanket YouTube and have everybody that I want in that zip code or in that community you, to you, see, to see me over and over again, you do can market select updates. homeowners yep. and you can select renters. Yep. Then you can go over to life events and you can select moving soon, purchasing yep. Yep. soon. Yeah. I can select my geographic zip code yep. and those four categories. And it yep. costs me three to five cents to put a YouTube video in front of yep. those people. Hello. Okay, so we got to no yeah, we got to be mindful of time, otherwise it's going to be the eleven-hour <laughs> podcast. Um, but I'm, okay, before you finish uh, geo farming, I want to back up and say to my friend listening: first of all, thank you. Um, if you haven't liked, subscribed, and hit the notification button, please do so now. Seriously, number one, 2023 is going to be an interesting year, right? It's going to be for some a slugfest. For some, it's going to be a year of growth and expansion. Mm -hmm. For others, it could just be. I don't know, one of their best years ever, one of their worst years ever. And I think it's all going to be predicated on your early point, which is we got to double our efforts. Yep. You got to make it a math equation. I'm making the argument. You have no more than three goals, the number of appointments, how you're going to get your brand, kind of talking about yep. this YouTube strategy and this event strategy as an example, all of that. And then your transactions, your volume, your GCI, and your profitability up and around you everywhere. And the one I didn't get to talk about was create the guardrails for your goals, right? Like remember taking your kids to a bowling alley and if there weren't those little bumper deals, mm -hmm. they went to the gutter and they didn't feel like bowling anymore. But the second they put those little rubber, you know, bumpers up there, now all of a sudden the ball, bing, 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 and it eventually hits the pins. By creating structure, what we do now is we tell our friends, 
We tell our spouse, mm -hmm. we tell our coach, we tell our manager, we tell a couple of our office mates that we're close to. It's up and visual around you. The more structure you create, not just for your goals, but for the discipline mm -hmm. and the habit that you're looking to add on that corner, that quarter, that's how you really activate it. That's how I've been able to do this for as long as I'm I doing know. It. Just tell everybody what I'm committed to, including people that I know don't like me yes. and want me to fail. Yes. Because they'll walk by me and go, Fairy, how's you going? Right? And I'm like, oh, it's all the motivation I need to go out and just kill. All right. So okay. I wanted to stress that. Yep. Then we talked past clients and sphere. Now we're talking geographic farms. I got, I got for my new agents, I want to help them okay. with their geographic farm. All right, let's hear it. But then can I have a shameless plug for my YouTube channel? Sure. Coach Patrick Ferry's yes. YouTube channel. Yes. So come, come hang out with me a little bit All over right. there. I, I think I have a total of 2,600 subscribers. So I'm moving up in the let's world. Let's see if we can get that to 2,601. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. So let's shameless <clears throat> self promotion. Shameless self promoting over here. Did, did he pay for that? Yeah. Is there, is there an advertising? I, I signed a contract earlier. It <laughs> oh, was what's in, his last name again? It was oh, in blood. Oh, okay. It was in blood. Little brother okay. rules. Okay, so here we go. New agent geofarming. Let's, let's talk about new agent geofarm. Couple things. Number one is you talked about the other broke the out of area broker who gets the listing in your farm. Yes. I want every single one of my new agents mm -hmm. on the phone mm -hmm. that very next yep. day saying, Congratulations, out of area broker, boutique broker, mm -hmm. property manager broker, Schmuckatelli Realty Broker, right? Hey, congratulations. I live in the area. This farm is super important to me. If there was any opportunity for me to do an open house, I would be super grateful and I would be super respectful and I'd be a good Love salesperson it. for Love the community. It. Love it. I want everybody on those open houses, especially if it's vacant. Mm -hmm. And then let's get the buyer mm -hmm. from that open house. And then we're going to turn around everybody and do not forget you must do the I have a buyer letter back into the farm. So all of my top agents who resist a little bit of doing the open house, I want you guys to get the buyer, then do that I have a buyer letter and let's talk to three or four new sellers. Mm -hmm. Absolute no brainer, okay? New agents, my new friends, there's this thing on Zillow. This is a secret. I don't want anyone to really know about this, but I'm gonna do it anyways. On Zillow, you Beep. can, yeah, you can go yes. to your ge geographic yep. farm zip yep. code and yep. you can go to for rent. Mm -hmm. And then you're gonna go over and you're gonna mm -hmm. unselect condos and apartments. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna see townhomes and houses for rent. Yes. You're gonna click on each one of those and you're gonna scroll down and it's gonna say either two things, property listed by property manager, or it's to say listed by property owner. Mm -hmm. And so my friends in your geographic farm, I want you making friends with every single one of them. Yes. And let's take two listings this year. So I've been non-underoccupied. I've been doing Brilliant. the I've been yep. doing the analysis. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, I, let's just go down the list. There's 10 and we look at each one. Maybe it's 30% our property owner. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's 60%. Yep. Maybe it's 1% or 10%. I don't care. Now, if we play that out. Okay. So now that's, let's say that there is six property owners that you can talk to per month. We'll play that out all the way throughout the year. We know for sure two or three of them 
would list and sell their property if you approached them and just said, would you at least be open to a strong offer if I were to get one? Right. Slam dunk. Right. That's two to three listings in a geographic farm yep. that you just broke into. Yep. That is a game changer yep. for the tra trajectory of your business. Yes. So everybody get that one done. The next thing too, of course, we're going to see some expireds and cancels show up this mm -hmm. year. And so my friends, would we all please just have a protocol set up for that? I was even talking to one of my great clients this morning, amazing agent. And he's like, I don't want to call expires and cancels. I said, I'm not telling you to spend three hours a day, five days Calling a week. Expireds. You know, when do you just plan on please, please work the expires in your geographic in farm. Your farm. Yes. yes. I'm like, so you're telling me that my client, Lisa in Laguna, literally. Hi. I heard your home didn't sell. Exactly. That's all she had to do. They're like, Lisa, we knew we should have listed with you. And I was like, I mean, just you know, stunning, high-end, yes. you know, real estate agent in Laguna Beach, knocking on the doors at the expireds at like 5.30, 6 o'clock yes. on a Tuesday. I heard your home didn't sell. I'm so sorry. Exactly. And every time, Lisa, we knew we should have listed with you. Yeah. And if you do a good job on the farm, right. they already know you. They know exactly. No, they listed with yes. the cheapo, yes. with their sister-in-law who, you know, lives in, you know, five cities over, yeah. you know, with whatever. They just, they, they made a bad decision. They didn't list with the right agent. So and, I love that. And good agents will get the call 30 days before it expires anyway. Exactly. So anyways, exactly. let's, let's do that. And then the open house, the Zilla for rent. Yep. And then at the open house, we have to pick up the buyer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can we, do we have time for one more? No. Okay. <laughs> We're already 15 minutes over. Why don't you come back and do another show with me? I would love to do another show. Okay. We do need to talk about the value proposition in 2023 yes. for your buyers. Yes. And so we need to go back and, and do that again and spend some time on that. I agree. I agree. Has has anyone taken the time? Yes. Yes. All right. You dropped some really good scripts today too. I really like this. Um, so for my listener, make sure you check out Patrick's. Let's get him to like 3,000 yes. subscribers, something like that. Maybe 4,000, 5,000, who knows? Um, really, really cool show. Uh, obviously, they can reach you there. They can follow you on Instagram, yep. Patrick Todd Ferry. Yeah, Patrick on, Todd Ferry, right, Instagram, on Instagram and Facebook. Down in San Diego, California. Big shout out to you. Thank you so much for being on the show. I love you, as always. You're my favorite little brother. <laughs> exactly. And, and the only, only little brother he does. All right. Thank you so much for watching. Give us some comments. What else do you want to see? What did you learn most from this show? And hey, this is probably one of those shows you might want to share with a friend or two. Maybe it's a friend that it's a veteran agent that's been in the business for a while and they need a little resuscitation, right? Maybe it's a, a newer agent that just, you know, came into your office. You're like, hey, you might want to watch this show. Here's some great insights, some great scripts, some great tactics for you and a lot of focus and concentration to make sure you win. So thank you so much. This is Killer Show. We'll see you guys soon. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.